Down in the dungeon, taking notes. Grognak, what's happening? Down here trying to find good news, fellas. Oh, don't hurt yourself <laughs> looking too hard. <laughs> well, if you're trying to use a scrying mirror, you're definitely not going to find it that way. No, I don't, I don't no. have an orb. I need an orb. As far as I know, they'll be in the mail. The orb is in our hearts. So oh, the orbs? No, no. It's also guys. our pineal gland. Guys, guys, the orbs, the, the orbs are on my desk. Did you guys, are we doing the bit right now? Are we thanking Cabby for our orbs? Thank you, Cabby, for our orbs. Yes. Thank you for my orb. We got, yeah, we got um, a while back, a friend of ours uh, had a friend of his cast some miniature wizards pondering orbs. And we just got them the other day. So I will be distributing them. And you get an orb, and you get an orb, and <laughs> you always, get an orb. I've three. always so. wanted an orb-pondering Saruman to have on my desk. Yes. And hopefully, um, yeah, we're going to not run out of laptop because my charger is in Tennessee. But I have 80% of my battery, so we're going to work with that tonight. <laughs> Oh man! If anything, if there's anything I can do to screw up the stream tonight, I'm going to do it. So we're not going to. We're not. Well, it's okay. That's 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 why we have you know backups on backups, and you know I'm the one running the OBS. So if something happens, at least that's right. We can let people know first. That's right. All right. Well, let's jump right into it because this is the final Nationalist Inquirer before our mid-season break. We're going to take our little break. We usually do it. Somewhere around the middle of the season, uh, it's a little past mid-season this time. But well, some of us had been trying to push for mid-season break, but wow, we had a lot of moments on air. Yeah, um, but we're going to take a mid-season break, and after this <laughs> week, we'll be probably taking two weeks off, and then we'll be back with more paranormies stuff hopefully nothing huge happens in the way of paranormies style news so we don't have to break our break and jump in with a super special episode about whatever the heck just happened nukes are fake was a was a yeah we had to do two in a row on that one there was a there's a lot a lot to uh well and there's a lot more that's the that's the funny thing about it (laughs) yeah nukes being fake we're not done yet no, no, we have, yeah, re- we have a lot more. Remember when we tried to take like a season break and then um, that fake insurrection thing happened? Oh my goodness, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Our January sixth episode zero. Mm-hmm. I'm sitting there playing with my kid, and immediately my first thought is, "Yep, we're gonna have to come back." <laughs> yep, we are. Yeah, I was, I was. I remember sitting in the break room that day and looking at all the footage, and I'm like, "Wow, this is a lot of fake and gay shit going on." We're definitely going to have to talk about this. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure we all hit up each other in prep chat and just knew the same thing that we were all thinking. Yes. Yes. All right. Well, we all knew it was, we all knew it was fake, but we also knew that it was a big deal. You know, and it was a huge deal. There was a 
What was happening? There was there was a green screen action going. There was a guy wearing horns. And there was all kinds of crazy shit. It was a fake well, shooting. Yeah, it was. At first, it was it was like red team, you know, red team Super Bowl going on. Right. But then just the the more and more stuff and the more stuff started that started coming out, you know, within 24, 48, 72 hours alone, um, which just added to the faking gay because the whole Ashley, everything from Ashley Babbitt to the police officer to uh, black Hebrew Israelites showing up. I mean, that all guys, came out within. Reinhardt, do you remember the shaman guy? I almost yeah. forgot that someone just reminded me that he had something about flat earth written on his chest. I forgot about that. What do you guys Did think about that? Hold on. Which guy had, which guy had the flat earth on his chest? The horn guy? Uh, Jamiroquai. Jamiroquai. Okay. So he had research flat earth or something on his chest. Yeah. Something like that. I, for, I think it just said flat yeah. earth. I forget. I'll we, look yeah. Up. We talked about that. I mean, it was, was in that, before. That guy was like, supposed to be that guy was supposed to be like a, a poster board for conspiracy schizo duty. He was like a huge QAnon guy, a big into flat earth aliens. Right, right. That's right, yeah. He apparently was like on the subreddit for storming area fifty one or something yep, like he that. He was on too. that yeah, touched all the bases. Yep. Yep. Hit all the bases. And the bases he didn't hit, like the, you know, perfectly creased and uh, just recently purchased Confederate flag. You know, other people oh, yes. covered that. Yes, that I obviously. Think, I think he performed his entire album traveling without moving behind bars for the for the all the prisoners. I think I'm the only one here that actually knows what that album was. Yeah, I don't know. It's a Jamiroquai album, you guys. It's a Jamiroquai oh, okay. joke. Yeah. yeah. Don't care. I, that's it. See, the, the problem with the Jamiroquai Joe, it works because he does look so much like him, but it doesn't work because nobody has any idea who Jamiroquai is. Okay, well, I'm picking a Jamiroquai song for the break song tonight then. We already, nope, break nope. song's already picked. Break song's already picked. Gotta get here earlier. Yeah, you gotta beat the, you gotta beat the early bird to the break song pick. <laughs> 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 All right. You're picking this song on Friday, anyways. So yeah, not not like I really love this break song, but hey, hey, stop. All right, moving right along. Um, oh, real, real quick before we get started, thank yeah. you all so much for your RSS downloads over a hundred thousand. Um, climbing up to a hundred thousand views on the website as well. Almost there, like over eighty, I think eighty-five. And thank you for your donations every live stream that we do. Yes, absolutely. We appreciate every single one of you. And we have, let me see, who's who's in the chats today? We have um, Revelations over there on DLive, and Pilled is Frozen. Awesome. No, it's not. I was going to say, it's running fine now. There it goes. There it goes. It was just stuck for a second. I had to wiggle the plug. <laughs> yeah, they're not doing a back-end update today. Yes. So, hello, everybody. Welcome to the show. So, what do we got? What do we got, what do we got to start off with? We've got um, we've got a lot of rage fuel tonight, guys. Yeah. Right. Uh, do we want to start with com- like somewhat comical before the rage fuel? Uh, depends on which one. I mean, like it, it's all divine comedy, you know. But I mean the the, the FBI because that one that one is at least like. So retarded, it's hard to actually rage about it. Oh, the dirty bomb? Sure. Yeah. Okay, so 
apparently, um, you know, there was, there was, you know, everybody knows about the raid on Donald Trump's Mar-a-Lago estate. Um, and there was um, a leaked memo. Leaked. And how do these things leak? And all this important stuff always leaks. Um, so this memo leaked said that they had received an uptick in violent threats on social media following the morning search last week. The chilling notes. Chilling. Must have left him in the fridge. Chilling note revealed plans to put a dirty bomb in front of the agency's headquarters amid a suggested armed rebellion. Hmm. Comes as House GOP Representative Brian Fitzpatrick of Pennsylvania revealed he was told his life was, quote, in danger, end quote, amid the fallout. The former FBI agent said he was, oh, he's a former FBI guy. Oh, because of course he is. Womp womp. Former you know, FBI agent you know said reason, he was threatened. You know the reason why they're leaking all the time? They're incontinent. Monkeypox. Yeah. Well, they're they're incontinent from lifestyle behavior choices. Yes, it's the FBI and they're fifty percent LGBT. Yes. Yes. They're the only company on earth, I believe, the only corporation on earth that has a fifty percent LGBT um, employment. Hey man, MI six is is climbing. I'm sure. Up there. I'm, I'm sure. Think, not, not to be outdone by the FBI. MI6 is like, no, we're gayer than you. I think part of their budget is to have a Depends dispenser inside each male bathroom. That's enough. All right. Your tax dollars at work. People. Yes, your tax dollars. I mean, that's not actually what your tax dollars go towards. Your tax dollars go towards paying off the, the interest to the Federal Reserve. But anyway. No, nobody pays that. That money just goes into people's pockets. So, last Monday morning, agents executed a search warrant on Trump's resort linked to classified documents sought by the National Archives. And, of course, you know, what did Donald Trump say? Well, what about the 33,000 pages? Johnny, Johnny, I think you're cutting out there. Am I? None of us heard any of that. Okay. What I said was, and, of course, Trump had to bring up the Obama... uh, Uh Uh-oh. Taking 33, is it breaking to up still? Execute a search warrant for Mar-a-Lago. At, I don't know. You guys are coming in clear. I don't yeah, understand so, this. Last Monday, uh, the FBI raided Mar-a-Lago, and according to Donald Trump himself, they took uh, three passports, including at least one that was expired, which I find interesting. Why would you point that out? Well, they took a lot of stuff. Yeah, including proving that he had what was it thirty three thousand documents? That's no, it wasn't thirty three thousand documents. What he said was that uh, he brought up Obama taking the thirty three thousand documents. Oh, that's thirty three right. million. Oh, excuse me, thirty three million, million documents. You're right. Documents. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. How do you even have thirty three million documents? Like that's so many documents. Yeah. Like, what are you going to do with them all? Make a house. I I don't know what he would be doing with them. Probably making some sort of a paper mache product. Maybe I don't know. Maybe he's making YouTube, fa- making fake dinosaur bones or something. I don't know. Paper mache. Who knows? Oh, paper mache. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you you changed internet and came back in, and all I heard was fake dinosaur bones. Oh yeah, paper mache. <laughs> yeah. So. All right. 
I have no idea, but uh, Donald Trump did bring up the number 33 twice in his post-raid uh, interviews. Yeah. Because of course. So, and since since then, the FBI and Homeland Security have been uh, just heaping into the news that there are increased calls for civil war and violence. And now, I guess, you know, Brian Fitzpatrick, who's former FBI faggot himself, um, is getting death threats from Trump supporters. So, once again, they are doing everything they can. They're past poking the stick to say, like, come on, do something. Now they're just, like, beating the dog. I Well, we've been seeing it uh, uh, in Twitter circles for a long time for like Twitter right wing circles uh, pushing the civil war narrative. And then you had this uh, sort of fake little thing with the Boogaloo boys and Boogaloo being a uh, obvious uh, stupid pun. Yeah. Breaking to electric Boogaloo, but civil war two would be Boogaloo. Anyway. Well, yeah. Anybody, and, then the, and then that fake study that, came out where they graphed out like how many what percentage of the population believes a civil war is imminent and supported a civil war and it's some stupid number too but it's never gonna happen it was something like 60 or 70 percent of the population wants a civil war 60 or 70 percent of like the conservators no i think it was the population period they said Really? Really? Okay. Yeah, it was I think it was just just the population period and oh. then they did there was one that was specifically for conservative right wing anybody that isn't, you know, militantly homosexual. Mhm. As well. But they've been pushing that narrative for years. Homosexuals just want to exist and then you have the Republicans over here that are just foaming at the mouth to murder every single one of them. So whatever circumstances occurred to cause that Navy veteran to force his way into the FBI's Cincinnati office, uh, and he, he ended up getting shot with, in a standoff with police, whatever, whatever that circumstance was, uh, the mainstream media has been pumping that as, as signs that these extremists are, are, you know, are activated <laughs> by Trump just, just talking about the FBI in a negative fashion that, uh, Basically, these people are activated into acting upon the FBI themselves, and uh, yeah, now now we're we're reaching the extrajudicial killing stages of the falling empire, right? Sort of. With it, yeah, secret, right. secret police executions and that kind of stuff, yeah. Well, then you have the guy who rammed into a barricade outside the White House and shot himself. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. See, all these are really, really limp dick, um, like astroturfed events. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you can't see that, I don't, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, it's like, you know, oh, the FBI is under attack, an old man with a pistol, and it's like a, you know, some old dude in a flintlock, you know, and the guy he attacked the White House. <laughs> he, he hit a barrier three blocks away, you know. And NPCs on both sides are looking at the FBI like, yeah, okay. Right. Do you guys do you guys remember during the Obama administration when some woman with her kid in a car had driven beyond some kind of like barricaded point and like they 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 completely gunned her down? Like she like she didn't know where she was going. Yeah, like they shot her car up. I remember that. Yeah, they sh- yeah. yeah, they shot her car up. It was it was a typical black welcome. It was it was cultural, okay? 
Yeah, it was, it was at the barbecue. Yeah, you know, it was all during the time when they were uh, having Muslims run people over at parades and and events and stuff in in Europe. Right. It was the uh, right around the first iterations of the trucks of peace. Yes, with all the like, f you, I'm Millwall. You know, dude comes slams a beer, comes walking out of the pub and fights them all off with a knife. Yeah, you know. Well, not a knife because he doesn't have a license for it, but yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, maybe he's a police hero now. He went to he went to jail because he had a knife. Right, right. Actually, there was something about that because he did fight them off with a knife, and I think there was something where the police wanted to arrest him. Oh, my God. For the, some kind the, of hate crime. The, the interesting thing about this particular article about this Fitzpatrick person is the circular circle jerk of the what the mainstream media does They'll have a fake former expert or whatever on one of these shows, and he'll say a bunch of things that can be deemed inflammatory by one side or the other. And then they write articles about the things that were said on the show. And then the different shows will talk about the article about the guy that was on the show. Yeah, it's just circular. It's just circular, you know, like filleting of themselves. Yeah, because otherwise they would only have like five sentences to actually post about this whole thing. But right. now that it's you know made its way around the the glory hole circle, oh boy, then uh, <laughs> that gives them a full article to put in. But not- notice the change in the uh, notice that they they've done another shift in uh, the the terrorism being foreign. And now making it a domestic terrorism threat by inserting the terminology dirty bomb. Because dirty bomb was always the uh, external terrorism of the aughts and the 2010s, sort of. Like, that was the ultimate doom that was going to fall upon us if we got too lax and in keeping our eyes open and paying attention to our surroundings. You know, if we if we were just too lax, you know, maybe that dirty bomb is going to get through and it's going to level Baltimore, well, or whatever. What but now, what but, oh, go ahead. But now they've now now they've decided like now they've stepped up the anti-domestic uh, domestic enemies discussion by by claiming that somebody who once supported the former president. He's now the one that's going to have the dirty bomb. It's no longer some guy from ISIS or Al Qaeda. It's it's some guy from Nebraska. <laughs> yeah, it's well, ridiculous. Yeah, and they've they've been doing this since uh, since twenty well twenty sixteen and before. There was that movie Imperium that came out with Harry Potter in it about this FBI agent that was infiltrating a uh, a white supremacist podcast group. <laughs> Funny enough. Yeah. Um, and by the end of the movie, he discovers that the wholesome family man guy is actually the leader of this terrorist cell, and they have a dirty bomb. Oh, no. That's um, right. The, yeah, the, the whole Imperium story was that fake that, that fake dirty bomb thing. Yeah. Now, by dirty bomb, has anybody ever gotten a solid explanation for what one actually is? It is a homemade uh, nuclear bomb, essentially. It's using... Radioactive material, so in in their case, it's always stolen uranium, right? Stolen uranium that is, in, from what I remember, it's ignited with 
not the same level as like a nuclear warhead, but mm-hmm. it's improvised. Right. So a nuclear IED, essentially. Um, it's not as controlled. It's not clean necessarily as the you know government's nuclear warheads are. Um, so it's not it's not something controlled. It's not something measured out. Um, so it's very unpredictable. And I like what they've done here too. I just noticed this. They they make allusions to Trump supporters calling for violence, etc. Uh, but they say here in the actual headline, Fitzpatrick says the agency warned him that his life was in danger due to threats from Trump supporters. I'm not seeing that anywhere in this guy's quotes. Hmm. No, but because he says the same kind of people. Right. So by, so. by saying the same kind of people, then that means Trump supporters. Right. You know, so he doesn't have to say Trump supporters directly. Even though on a Showtime uh, fanfic uh, series that they did about Michael Obama, I, I'm sorry, Michelle, she says she wanted to kick Trump supporters in the face. Right. Violent. Very violent. Yeah, they, these people. Remember that. they can openly do stuff like that. And that hey, Michael Obama probably has the quads of Joe Rogan. Okay. Probably right. I mean, I'm just saying, that was a very violent call. <laughs> also, yes, uh, from the chat, radioactive material vaporized by a regular bomb. So it's a regular bomb that has radioactive material added in to right. increase the, the destruction of that bomb. Makes it extra and bad. To, ma- to make it last longer, the, the devastation. Yes. Like, everything in, its, everything in its wake is now ruined. Well, that was, uh, as far as I remember, that was the Nashville bomb. That they were pushing was that it was a it was a dirty bomb. Uh, I, at some point, and now uh, that doesn't mean it's correct. I don't think it actually was, but that was the uh, narrative that they were pushing at first, like on local news. Because I remember I was I was here when it happened, um, but that was one of those things they just kind of like let slide underneath. Especially once they claimed that they found the guy and they thought he was a black dude, uh, so they they quit the dirty bomb narrative there because. It, it's not black people doing it. It was just dirty because he touched it. So well, trying to say. you gotta wash your, you gotta wash your hands. Oh my god! Yeah, wash your bomb, wash your bomb. But this is this is part of this is this is part of their transition from things being foreign terrorists to domestic terrorists. Yes, that right. they've been calling us American Taliban. And that's something that they've been they're, doing they're for a while. Imprint, they're trying to imprint in the public's mind. Remember that enemy abroad? Well, now they are here, except they're the people that you that have always been your neighbors and have always like helped you with your groceries uh, in your driveway and offered to mow your lawn. Right. And, uh, now they're, yeah, they're the nice kid from next door. Over when they smoked a brisket. <laughs> Terrible people. Terrible people. But they're just acting that way because behind the mask of a blue-collar family man lies – you know, a, a bomber, a domestic terrorist. Yes. Because yes. the minute the minute you let down your guard, you're gonna drive straight up straight up to the Cincinnati FBI building. Cincinnati of all places. Of course they would do it there because nobody cares. Anytime anybody does anything in Ohio, nobody cares. Okay? It doesn't matter what yes. it is. You attack an FBI building, protest in front of a courthouse on a Saturday. In Akron. In Akron. Well, we were unopposed. Yeah, no shit. 
There's, nobody's in downtown Akron on a Saturday. Niggas don't want to hang out in Akron on the weekend. <laughs> anyway, side the point. Um, yes. Anyways, uh, I, I mean, it, do we have know, any more I, on this? I, that's I a tree falls the, uh, in the forest. Does anybody hear it? Sort of a thing. I think the release of Cash Gurnan's Killer is coming up soon here in Dallas. I mean that that would that would be a big deal. It would be. Yeah. I don't think that's anything's gonna happen. I mean, he got slapped on the wrist for kidnapping a white kid from his family's house and then murdering him. And then going back for the other one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm just I'm, I'm saying like that seems like a big deal. If I was an activist group. It sounds like one I would want to look at. Yeah, if I'm not too busy trying to turn it into a pyramid scheme. Right, right. Anyway, moving right along, Damn. we've got more content, and we got to get it all in before I have to switch over to my phone. <laughs> <laughs> um, do we want to jump straight into some space? All systems go, Houston. Guys. Is everybody sitting down? Because this is a big, big announcement. NASA is preparing to return to the moon. All systems go in NASA and Houston as NASA prepares to return to the moon. Rick LeBrode has worked for NASA for 37 years, but he says the American quest to return to the moon is by far the crowning moment of his career. Um, the sad black man in the article is Victor Glover. It's not the guy. He's in it. Yeah. <laughs> is that Danny Glover's like bastard? I don't know. He's just some sad brother. You make it sound like he's only got one. I'm sure in Venezuela he has like half a dozen. All right. I was I was thinking Thailand, but sure. Um, Lebrode is the lead flight director for Artemis One, set to take off later this month. The first time a capsule that can carry humans will be sent to the moon. Oh wow! Since the last Apollo mission in 1972. Holy shit! Hang on a second. Fifty years. 50 years they're going back to the moon all of a sudden this is a top secret like they've been nobody knows about this this is like all brand new i guess so hey when i went to a planetarium with my son this is like what they used up the planetarium time to do was just do a big uh promotion for going back to the moon and how awesome it was that this is the cousin of apollo yeah the artemis the sister yeah. the sister oh actually. sister whatever yeah Apollo, yeah, Apollo's the Nephilim. sun, Artemis Broad. is the moon. Oh, yeah, 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 Nephilim horror. Nobody cares. But, yeah, so 50 years later, Artemis 1. This one, so to be clear, this one will be an unmanned or an uncrewed test flight. Right. They're going to, hopefully, if this all goes well, then they're going to put astronauts in this uh, right, because the first time they did it, they just they just ran a, they're just running a hot test. They're like, "Fuck it, we're gonna do it with people. We've never done it before. Send the people." Yeah. So in in 2024, then they're gonna have astronauts actually board the Orion. Craft. Wow, the Orion craft. Mr. Uh the Orion craft, and then I believe the year after. At the earliest, they're saying, so 25 or 26, then they will actually have Americans step foot on the moon again. I guess oh, it's wow. going to take them a while to build the... Well, yeah, I mean, I don't know. you know, they're actually going to, they're actually testing this time. Like I said, last time they just sent it untested. And we lost a dog. Lost a dog. You lost the dog. We named the dog Indiana. 
Um, <laughs> Name the dog Artemis. Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, if only Sean Connery could be here for this. Uh, if only Sean Connery didn't like banging trannies. Yeah. Wow. Wow. I mean, Hollywood. You know, Hollywood. I was going to say, am I wrong? No. No, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. All right. So we're going back to the moon. We're using the Artemis technology, which is uh, definitely not at all have anything to do with the giant training pool. <laughs> yeah, the giant training pool you see here. And then actually right below is a uh, a replica oh. of NASA's Orion capsule. This is the actual capsule they're going to use. It's a replica, it's yeah. <laughs> this is this is an artist's rendition of the Orion capsule. Yeah, this is they just have to build the set, guys. Right. Their contract ran out with uh, the Canadian government for Devon Island. They just have to spend mm. the next couple of years renewing it and then they'll go. That's right. Beyond upgrades to mission control for the mission, the entire big Johnson space, I mean, sorry, the Johnson Space Center is a bit. Oh, oh my God. I know, right? I, remember big Johnson t shirts? Such a 90s thing. No. You don't remember those? It was like, I don't know, it was like I a wasn't 90s that thing. old in the 90s. So that was like, like beach. I did have a NASA shirt as a kid. Like beach stuff. Like, you know, like, like you'd have like, um, I don't know, like Big Dog or whatever, and it always had like some nautical stuff. And then there's like big. I don't know. It was like Big Johnson. Are you sure you're fish- not thinking of Panama Jack? No, Panama Jack was another one. But then you had like, you know, like it, it, Big Johnson was like a name brand for like different stuff. It'd be like fishing rods, boats, this, that, and the other. And I was like, uh, okay. reel him in. You can they're really gonna, reel gonna, him in with a Big Johnson. Back, it was like, yeah. They're going to bring back Panama Jack, but it's going to be like a cross-eyed Negress. 90. Panama. It'd be Panama Jackie with a QI. Yeah. Yeah. Panama Jack A. Panama Jack never went away here. There's still an outlet like 20 minutes from me. Yeah, doesn't Panama Jack still make sunglasses or something? They still make everything: hats, sunglasses, yeah. pants. Pretty shirts. sure I, I'm pretty sure I remember seeing that stuff. So yeah, it's not a that was not a 90s thing. Tommy Bahamas it was like a 90s dad thing. Yeah, yeah. They start they're still limping along at at Disney World properties. Tommy Bahama, yeah, yeah. Just because you know, when you need a when you need a uh, Hawaiian shirt that weighs twelve pounds, that is also two hundred dollars. Yeah, come for come for the two hundred dollar Hawaiian shirt. Stay for the you know trans kid affirmation. All right. Or or the uh, you're you know, gonna make it worse parrot, if you're a parrot head. Yeah. Margaritaville, you just yeah, Panama Jack. Way. You wear your Panama Jacks down to Margaritaville. That's right. Oh my god. All right. So your, apparently we're going back to the moon, but not for a couple of years. Yeah. So I don't necessarily believe that anybody's going anywhere. Don't think so. Also, I love how they randomly just inserted a video of a man pulling a shark out of the ocean onto the beach on, on this article. I don't have that on mine. Oh, I guess it rotates. Yeah. I don't have the shark. Oh, wait. Uh, no, I have a Dodge Challenger commercial. Yeah, it rotates. Okay. Anyways, well, so this is a new golden day. age, they say. I just saw that. Oh, it's like running a marathon twice, but on your hands. Wow. So be, being in the pool, they're saying. Oh, okay. So because being in the pool and you're pulling carts and doing work that you would be doing on the moon. In the water, right, really right, right, right. On yeah. your hands. 
So what kind of ritual is it that if in the middle of the giant astronaut training tank, which is the world's largest indoor swimming pool at more than 200 feet long and 100 feet wide and 40 feet deep, a black curtain has been erected? Is there some kind of, uh, some kind of ritual going on it's there? It's the Shroud of Turin. I don't know. It's the Shroud of Orion in the pool. The all, they they said in here it's only been the last few months that they started to put sand on the bottom of the pool. They just got a large rock in two weeks ago. Like, how much money have we given this agency that they can't freaking put sand in a rock in the bottom of a pool? <laughs> I mean, it's got to be the right we, kind of we, sand. I'm like, what is the money going to? Is it it's got to be the right depends? kind of sand. Is it going to depends on the uh, bathroom? Stop it now. Nobody's it's going to all the tinfoil, okay? Inflation is hard. Nobody's or aluminum. Yeah, nobody's doing anything with that money. That you know, they, look, the sand is um I don't know, maybe maybe they're redecorating. It's like a they redid their fish tank. Well, Lisa Shore had some some deflection here. She said, "It's all very new for us and very much in development." All right, Lisa, we know you're cooking the books. Let's take a look and see what kind of fountain you got in that office of yours. Yeah. Pro- probably have one of those freaking aquariums with the glow-in-the-dark sea anemones and shit in there. I, mean, I love... It's possible. I love how they talk about this, Johnny. It's it, They said the heyday of this facility was when we were still flying the space shuttle and we were assembling the space station. They act like NASA is this poor, broken-down, decrepit, underdog facility. Yeah, I don't believe that. Because they haven't... Yeah. What was that? No, I said, I don't, I don't believe that at all. Like, they get 60, what is it, 60 or $80 million a day. It's ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, I wonder if, if this is what, like, conspiracy theorists in Switzerland think when CERN is talking. Like, you get the actual just Swiss news that doesn't go to English. Right. I wonder if they say things like this. I have no idea. Uh, you know what? That would be that'd be good. You know, well, you know. Hey, it's the eternal Swiss. Don't forget, the Swiss run the world. That is true. If we have any Swiss listeners here, uh, please let us know if there's an, anything that we missed that doesn't get translated to English. I love how there were some people that said that we decided that the Swiss ruled the world and not the Jews, and the entire episode about Switzerland was how Jewish it was. Right. Talking about Jewish power is a distraction from Jewish power, right? Right. Like talking about them talking about the Jewish power being so subversive that they invented an entire fake neutral country. Right. <laughs> with it with that just, just with, a, with its own population. All the money, but no but no dictator decided uh uh hey, that's an easy bank to rob next door. Right. Well, it's not easy because it's got all the mountains. It was. It wasn't. It was very difficult to get up into the mountains. Well, you know, you have to make it past the Swiss gnomes. Hannibal didn't have a problem with mountains, and he was African, North African, which he was still a, European at the time. Berber, but yeah, uh, yeah, Mediterranean or whatever. Yeah, yeah. He, he was. He was Phoenician. Oh, sorry, it was Carthage. Um. Also, he did have a problem with mountains. That was that was the whole reason he lost at the time. Yeah, it was well, no, he, he, stuck on he's like, I'm I'm going to put forward fifty elephants, knowing I'm only going to come out with fourteen at the end. You know, 
I'd still call that a problem. <laughs> it's, it's, you know. You still lose 50 of them and you lose Spaniards. And retail. Uh, is that actually a loss, though? What's that, Johnny? Is that actually a loss? I mean, that was before the the the, Moor, the Moors actually made it in there. Oh, this is before they became the Spanish. Okay, gotcha. Yes. Okay. Yes. Gotcha. Before they became the Spanish and before they became La, La España. Right. They were actually Spaniards before. Got it. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. They were still very white. Now they're Didn't. just Mexican. Now they're just the Mexicans of Europe. Yeah. Hush. I, I, I think most Europeans I know would call the Polish the Mexicans of Europe. Good point. That's a very good point. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's literally what every Englishman I know says is, we have the we have the Mexicans here. They have the Poles. Speaking yeah. of Poles, did you know that by using virtual reality headsets, the astronauts can get used to walking in dark conditions on the moon's south pole, where missions will land. Yeah, I I saw that, and I don't believe that they're they're pulling this whole like, yeah, we're gonna land where you totally can't see us, but trust us, we're going there. Yeah, I'm just waiting for the artist South rendition Pole. that has a black dot for where the where the spacecraft is. Oh right, and they say they point to the black dot. Just a guy on Photoshop just on the screen. Adjust, he just yeah. adjusts the paint the paint size real quick, just pops it right there and says, Yep, that's where we are. The, Isn't that amazing? The sun barely rises above the horizon there, meaning there are always long, dark shadows that impair visibility. That sounds so deep. Sounds like they're trying to say the fake moon is haunted. Yeah. It doesn't sound good, whatever it is. It doesn't sound real. So they're training They're training to dock on a future lunar space station called Gateway. Okay. It's a great name. Gateway to what? It was a computer company called Gateway before. Remember? Oh, I remember that. They had the, uh, they had the uh, cow theme. The cow theme uh, computers, yes. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I, man. We had that, that gigantic laptop until like 2007. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, yeah. Well, this definitely feels like a new golden age, guys. I don't it, know about you. It's a new golden age of something, that's for sure. Starting with Artemis and Orion. Okay. Yes. The two hunters. The two hunters, guys. Artemis and Orion, yeah. It's uh, it, it totally is esoteric and has some sort of in, you know deep meaning that we're not getting is what's happening here, Reinhardt. Well, okay. So what's the esoteric deep meaning behind the metaverse and their first drag show? Um, that trannies are everywhere. Drag shows are everywhere. You're never gonna. You're never gonna get away from it. Your kids will go to drag shows, whether it's in real life or artificial life. Whether it's in the metaverse or in the real verse. I was gonna say, I think, I think in the metaverse, they're they're starting to move the uh, the fire unto Molech into <laughs> the internet. I mean, as as if it hasn't already been there, right? I wonder how many people on on the metaverse are going to be nabbed by CPS. All probably of them. not many. Oh, no, none, none. We should be all, but none of them are going to. Yeah, 
Yeah, if you if you use this metaverse, you are a pedophile. You are. I I think using the metaverse at all is problematic, but yeah. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, so Meta, which is the company formerly known as Facebook, um, in their metaverse are launching their very own drag show featuring stars from RuPaul's Drag Race. Oh boy. But hey, hey guys, it's okay, all right? It's only going to show how technology can unlock possibilities in fashion design. Oh, that's all? That's it. Oh, then what? no big deal. It's no big deal at all. I mean, the queens of the metaverse is what they're calling it. Right. Uh, each debut will have a show-stopping drag look using Meta's VR and AR technologies. Right. Yeah, kind of. I can feel the show-stopping part. Totally. Something's going to stop. The three drag acts that were going to be a part of this are Blue Hydrangea, Tia Coffee. I don't know, pop star and Adam All. Oh, I guess I guess one of the uh, FTMs out there. Ah, mm. Adam oh All. That, there's some uh, some heavy androgyne agenda alchemical freaking symbolism to that name. Uh, Adam yeah. All. Yeah. Yeah. Adam not, all. yeah. Crazy. Ugh. 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 This creature is disgusting. It's well, yeah. Coffee. So gross. Oh, man. Creative communities are central to the development of the metaverse, ensuring that we are building a space for each and every one of us. Said Inika Paulson, hmm. Meta's director of EMEA marketing. I'm sure EMEA is like EO, equal opportunity. Oh, my God. The metaverse and its technologies will enable these creatives to take their imaginations further than they ever thought possible. Drag is art, culture, performance, it's visual storytelling. Go ahead, Gardner. This confuses me a little bit because I figured the way they were going to lure the normie into metaverse was just to make reality so bad that you'd have to go into the metaverse to get away from these people. Right? But it's just like an all it's just like an attack on all fronts. Well, the, this is also their subtle reminder that you, they have no intention of letting you escape anywhere from their demonic onslaught. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. You are not free to be yourself or away from any of these things anywhere. Not in your not in your metaverse, not in your real universe, not on your television, not in your video games, not on Twitch, not on Steam. Not Yeah, anywhere. the only the only thing that they, you know, don't seem to really stop are like and I, I use this term very lightly and tongue-in-cheek, but normal fiction, normal fantasy. You're always going to have your like airport fantasy novels or, or uh, spy thrillers and things that you can jump into, but that's about it. Oh, I'm pretty sure those are tranny-infested now, too. Well, yeah, yeah. Your 30th well, born novel. They at least tried to give some context for people who aren't up to date with some of these demonic terms. So they when describing the blue hyd- 
hydrangea, plant, uh, whatever. Hydrangea. They describe it as a queen, a queer non-binary stylist, and they go on to say non-binary is a term used to describe people who do not identify as either masculine or feminine. And the other creature, the NHS worker drag queen, is gender fluid. And they said that gender fluid refers to someone who does not identify themselves as having a fixed gender, which is funny because gender is not real. It doesn't exist. It's right. a, it's, it's a Kabbalah Jewish creation. You know, there is biological sex and there is temperament based on biological sex. It's gender is just some bullshit that some asshole came up with to confuse people. Oh my God. So yes. So, a queer and gender fluid national health service worker and life coach who has a passion for drag. A life coach. Man. Life coach. Can you imagine how fucked up your life must be if you needed to go to that person to try to have them coach you for improving your life? Good Lord. Life coach just means pedophile. Yes. So. It's like personal trainer just means I bang people's wives. Pretty much. Hey, who's who's the uh, who's that uh, tranny actress that played Jean Grey in the uh, the X Men? Oh, Famke, Famke Johnson. So Famke Famke had a sort of revelation of the method role in. Uh, oh man, what was the name of that? What was the name of that uh, plastic surgery? Yeah, Nip Tuck. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Nip Tuck. It played a life coach who was transgendered. Yes, it was a F- F- MTF. Yeah. yeah, but it was actually Famke Jansen, who's actually a woman. See, it's acting. <laughs> no, that's a dude. Famke Jansen is like one of the more one of the more masculine looking ones. Would you say that one's in the top tier with uh, Sandra Bullock and obviousness, definitely. like for top tier for being obvious? Yeah. Oh, definitely, yeah. That one's the, a that definitely one, obvious one. That one I questioned as a teenager when I didn't know about, I didn't know anything about the androgyne agenda. I was like, "Is this actually a dude?" I yeah, I was just like, us. "Yeah, I was just like, that doesn't look, that doesn't look right. It doesn't look like like a like an actual female. Females don't have, you know. Come on, come on, Reinhardt. Women can have square jaws." Okay. Yeah, and then and broad shoulders and straight the clavicles. And girl, they've done this with, right? What's that? She's not even the first Bond girl that they've done that with. No. Well, they had an actual tranny. Right. Yeah, and Was then later on, they told Bond us. Girl, I, I haven't kept up with James Bond since Timothy Dalton. So no, this is. I mean, this was before Timothy Dalton. Uh, I think it was a Roger Moore Bond girl. She was. She was in Goldeneye. Oh, was it Goldeneye? I thought it was earlier. Yeah. Fam- Famke Jansen? Famke was in Goldeneye. She was some Russian broad. Oh, okay. So like we're talking about two different things. Okay. Legs. No. The one that they like came out and said. The one, that they came, the one that they came out and said she was actually transgender was from like an earlier one. Oh, yeah. that the, the one that came out in Playboy that that's from South America. Yeah. Uh, that one was from For Your Eyes Only. Yeah, that was a Roger Moore uh, Roger, episode. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of symbolism wrapped in that title. <laughs> right. Exactly. I, I well, I mean, if you think that one had a lot of symbolism, how about octopusy? Well, yeah, that that one's obvious, right? All right, <laughs> but um, what a terrible name for a movie. 
<laughs> well, I was around. The, I don't remember what they were trying to do. It was like when they were. It was like it's risque, but it's actually not dirty. But if you think about it, it is. But it's not. It's so highbrow. It's you know I don't know whatever. It's called cinema, Johnny. Yeah, it's cinema. How to culture you uncultured swine? You uncultured plebeian. You pheasant. Somebody said. <laughs> Was that us? That was a uh, smug Frodo. Oh jeez! Accidentally yeah. typed pheasant when he meant peasant. I mean, I've I've said that jokingly for years. Wait, you pheasant? Yes, I always thought that was hilarious. Yeah. Oh, she was she was Zena on a top. Zena on a top. Oh, come on, bro! Come on, <laughs> come on! Zena on top. Wow. Yeah. There you go. They just put There's it right in your face. one that was ruined for me pretty early on was Lucy Lawless. Oh, I know, right? That was one back in the back in the Xena Warrior Princess days. She was my favorite, dude. Big, giant moon-faced Amazon. Yeah, dude, <sighs> you guys are guess a weird taste, dude. I was like twenty. I was like, I was like fourteen. Watching the old like Hercules and Xena '90s shows. Yeah, man, I, I'd watch the the Hercules and then Xena back to back, and like the the tension between Xena uh, and the blonde chick there is always like, whoa, that's like that's that's almost like you know. And as a as a young, as a late teen, early adult, I was like, whoa, man, it's like Beavis and Butthead years, you know. <laughs> yeah, whoa, in your window, you know, like. <laughs> There's no such you thing as that anymore. Butthead yeah. style or uh, Ren and Stimpy style close-ups, though. Oh God, dude, the Ren and Stimpy <laughs> close-ups. Davis, that's a nigga. The the Ren and Stimpy close-ups were like one of the best parts of the show. Especially, especially the Nose Goblin collection one. Oh, God. That was yeah. That oh. was one of the best. <laughs> that like uh, uh, to this day, uh, I'm still in awe that somebody sat and painted that. <laughs> yeah. Well. Oh, they were probably very high. Yeah, I mean, let's be honest. You've seen Ren and Stimpy, then yes. I heard John K turned out to be a huge degenerate, which was unfortunate because I did like his cartoons. And that is not a shock. John John K did this limited, uh, this this like limited episode run of a, a version of Mighty Mouse that they tried to air on Saturday morning, and it was so weird. Huh. And like, uh, I think it was like Limburger cheese was his kryptonite, and it was it was really good stuff. That's pretty funny. Is Limburger stinky? Yeah. Well, you know that kind of that kind of content is now normal for kids to watch on a Saturday morning on Cartoon Network or Nickelodeon, uh, or, or worse, like your uh, what's the one now with the um, with the trans stuff? It's. Uh, Steven Universe. Steven Universe. That's the one. Yeah, yeah. It's like that one's just, incredibly unfortunate. Just straight up tranny stuff, right in there. Yeah, you can change, yep. change who you want to be. Just change into whoever. Just change into you know. About three or four years ago, I saw some really horrific one where everybody had different swords that would transform and talk and do stuff, and and it was incredibly perverted. And I was like, this is. This is nine o'clock in the morning on a Saturday. The swords were talking, yeah, or something like that. Mm. Yeah, and that yeah, it was it was really bad. It's uh, it sus. may not have been it it 
it may have been like a pilot, you know what I mean? But it, still, the 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 fact that they were airing it, it was just, ugh. Yeah. Uh, Adventure Time. My son really liked Adventure Time when I, that happened. We did too when my son was younger. Was, I, I would be watching Adventure Time with him, and once in a while something would happen. I'm like, yeah yeah that was one of the first ones that made it to the forefront of like normal culture tv for kids anywhere from like eight years old all the way up to 30 which was disgusting seeing people 30 years old walk around with adventure time gear well yeah you see that a lot though you see your bugmen adventure time bugmen like that they like any of the cartoon network stuff very bugman-y. It's uh, a lot of your Rick and Morty enjoyers will will also like yeah, Adventure Time. Well, what they what they liked about it were all the uh, references to Dungeons and Dragons and video games. Sure, and, and they were like, like that. clandestinely wrapped in strangely off-putting, almost pedophilic stuff with like the Ice King and the young princesses and stuff. Yep. Well, it was like a show. It was like a show that in 2002 you would have to stay up until like 11 or 12 to watch on Adult Swim. It was never on but Adult it was, Swim. It was always in. No, it was, bro, no, I'm it was, saying it was, prim, it, it, it was a primetime show. Though. No, 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 I'm not no, saying it, it should was. have been. Is what you're saying? No, that's, that's what, the kind no. of show you normally would have to wait until 11 yes, o'clock to see. That, like, right, right, ten right. years beforehand you would have to stay up and watch. Right now you know, it's, it's just like you on. You fall asleep on the couch and you yeah. wake up and you're like, oh, it's adult swim hours. <laughs> Better watch Venture Brothers. I love Venture Brothers. Man, they, they did Venture Brothers wrong. They did. They didn't let Venture Brothers finish the story. You know? They'd wake up and Squidbillies was on. Oh, I love Squidbillies. I, I actually loved that one. But yeah. un- 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 Unironically, early Kyler is still very based. Absolutely. One of the yeah, most based yeah. television characters in the history of television. They, I think they canceled that show because Unknown Henson uh, said a bunch of racist shit during one of his one of his performances. And they were like, "Oh, he isn't being ironic, right? He actually yeah. doesn't. He's not. It's not just a cartoon character, right? No, yeah. that's a weird, grizzled rockabilly dude who plays yep. little little shit fucking blues clubs all over." All over the country, and that—that's his life. And then they found him, and they thought it would be funny to make him the voice of a character on his, on their, on their cartoon. <laughs> what did you expect? Yeah. Uh, I, I he I think there's a song of his still on YouTube where he says your boyfriend's gay. <laughs> that one's a good one. That's funny. Jeez. That should be the break song. No. Oh, I'm sorry. What is what is this? An AI news? What AI news? What? Okay, we have like four minutes before the break, and I'm just pulling this one up for the. Uh, it's on the sidebar of Daily Mail here. Dead woman talks to mourners at her own funeral. Oh, yeah. New AI powered holographic video experience allows grieving loved ones to engage in two way conversation with their deceased grandmother. Yeah, I saw that. That's really weird. Um, we talked about this. We talked about this before. Oh. Oh, Mrs. Marina Smith, who passed away in June at the age of 87. Do you know what she was? An MBE, huh? She was a Holocaust educator. That's funny. 
Because of course. Gave a brief, brief speech about her life and spirituality and responded to questions from family members attending the ceremony. Why are they calling this an AI holographic? This is this is a lady on a friggin' TV. Right. This but it's a no, it's it's um they just it's it's fake. It's video. Like it's Yeah, it, that's it's all manipulated it is. video, yeah. It's not yeah, an AI. This is this is like a magic trick on a TV show where, you know, everybody's in on it. You know yeah, everybody's it's just, in on it. All it is is an AI responds to an algorithm and it plays video clips in response. It's just a chatbot. Ew, granny chatbots. Gross. <laughs> Dead granny chatbots. I, I put that unknown Henson song in the content chat. Yeah, but we're not doing it, though. Oh, man. I don't have a picture to go with that one. You do? I don't have a picture to go with that one. I'll get a picture for the unknown Henson song. Maybe we'll do it. Hurry up. Uh, uh. Unknown Henson is great. Um, yeah, this is not AI, dude. This is not AI. She was an immigrant from India. Hmm. Well, born in British India. Let's be honest. Right, right. No, no. I'm just saying that she the difficult topics for her. These these things that she answered questions about, such as the divorce of her parents. See how old she is, and her parents were divorced. Wow. And then living as an immigrant from India. All right, pictures in the chat. Relatives were staggered by my mom's new honesty at her funeral. She had previously been too embarrassed to reveal her true childhood. I think this is really shitty. Because, like, you know, uh, a question at the funeral had suddenly had her revealing childhood in India that we knew nothing about. So this chat bot is just, like, telling all of her intimate details that she may not have wanted anybody to ever know. Yeah, that's kind of a dick move. Yeah, it's kind of a dick move. Yeah. I don't know. It's a chatbot. Okay, so it's story file is what it is. So you Oh, original Oh, this is why it's Okay, that makes sense. Originally story file was originally intended to preserve the stories of Holocaust survivors and other historical figures before it was used at funerals. Well, that's incredibly uh, convenient. So it's uh, for anybody who, who listens to drama podcasts or has over the past few years, it's life after for Jews. It's like at that one Holocaust museum, they have uh, AI holograms telling you stories about the Holocaust forever and ever in the likeness of uh, they 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 recorded and filmed a bunch of different Holocaust survivors. And so they're using their holograms after they pass away to right. keep telling, uh, their stories that aren't true to, uh, <laughs> new generations. Yeah. And that's, an, that's a thing that they've been doing for a bit. Um, because you can't, you know, once all the Holocaust survivors are gone, how are they going to, you know, continue the, uh, the Holocaust? You know, so they they had to come up with an AI that could tell you all about the Holocaust. Can they? How accurately can they describe how their 
loved one was frozen in front of them and then broke into pieces. How, how accurately can they describe every swing of the pickaxe or the crunch as soon as it hit the pavement 33 meters down? Right. This was their last resort. Hmm. I don't know if that was a joke or not, but we did make it to the break time. Yes, we did. So, we're going to take a break, and hopefully, um, I'm going to switch over to my phone on the break. Dun-dun-dun. Because my computer's about to die. So, we'll be back. Uh, Please enjoy this song. This is Pussifer with... uh, Which one? You told me we were doing Unknown Henson. Oh, yeah, no, we I, are, got, uh, I got art for it. Too. I'm joking. We're doing the Unknown Henson song. Yeah, I know. I wanted to do the Justin Chancellor song, but whatever. We'll do it. We'll do it another time. We'll be back. All right. It's part near twelve o'clock. Do you know where your husband is? You don't know where he's run off to And you don't know who he's running with You say he never holds you tight And he hangs out at that spot each night You wait up for him but he don't show Oh darling there's something you should know Your man is gay As a goose, darling, gay And that's the truth, darling I hate to break the news to you this way But your man is gay As a dawn to pearl, gay He's a flaming arrow, heads up, babe. Your man is gay. You say he reads a lot of muscle magazines. He likes antiques and French cuisine. Darling, don't you know what all this means? He's running low on toastesterine His favorite part of the Super Bowl Is the locker room interviews Well, just add two and two Hey, darling, this time you got a clue Your man is gay As a goose, darling, gay And that's the truth, darling I hate to break the news to you this way But your man is gay As a dawn to pearl, gay Yeah, he's a flaming arrow Heads up, babe, that man is gay. Yes, he is. All heads up, babe, your man 
is gay. All right, so we're back. And um, I don't have anything pulled up because my laptop is officially dead. So we we have plenty more news. That was that was good, Dogbot. Yeah, it's been a long time since I heard any of that stuff. <laughs> I was slamming yogurt and using the restroom, so I didn't hear any of it. I'll listen to it later. I mean, I like... Yeah, it was like two and a half minutes long. It wasn't. It wasn't that long. You could hear Dogbot giggling the whole time. Yeah, I, I could. I got that as soon as I hit play. He started giggling like a retard. Hello, dude. Like Dogbot, you know you have a mute button, right? Yeah. Uh, also, before you know, before we go on the show, button. and you know, you're washing your dishes and appeasing the dishwasher gnomes. Uh, who else is going to wash my dishes? Right. Anyways. So, back to the the content. Yeah, we had some cringe content in the first hour that we, you know, we made it work. But, oh man, this is the rage-inducing second hour. <clears throat> yeah, uh, where do we want to start? Do we want to start with, um, I don't know, kids getting monkeypox? Do you want to start with... Keep your dogs away from the from the gays now. Let's, yeah, let's well, just go through the monkeypox. Let's start with kids. Ah, I real, hate that. Well, real okay. real quick, I want to mention if you want to get oh. inside the Chupacabra Kenner, Kennel Center Circle, uh, pay five hundred dollars a month so you can wash my dishes for me before the show, so my co-hosts don't have to hear me washing the dishes because I won't mute the mic. Right, that's it. <laughs> We're gonna need. We're gonna need to. Yeah, the, the it's a steal at con- any price. We're gonna need to workshop your tongue-in-cheek advertising. It's well, not tongue-in-cheek. I could use five hundred dollars if you want to send me five hundred dollars. I'm not gonna stop you. Starting at five hundred dollars. <laughs> so, uh, starting at five hundred. I, I mean, uh, it, actually, if it's if it's under five hundred dollars, I don't care. Yeah, Talk, right? Dog about sitting here like pay my gas bill. Send, yeah, like, like I, I mean, I do this shit. I do this shit for free. I, you know, so like, if you More want to send yeah. money, like, yo, know, yeah, yeah. We do this for about as free as you can. I mean, like, we have like, we have purchased content. You know, um, prep. Um, like we said, you know, microphones, programs, computer, programs, stuff, programs to do such yeah. prep and right. content, yes. right. Right, everything that every yeah, that's what we do. We don't get paid for this. There's yeah, no, your no gr- this grift that people talk about. There's no grift. Yeah, your yeah, like, your donations go towards keeping the show going, and actually, still are going towards making the show better. Because guess what? We also have a season eight and nine, and until Johnny dies, hey, <laughs> calm down or retires. But, but listen. <laughs> I'm not e-begging here. I'm just saying, if you did send something, yeah, I would be very it. appreciative. And we appreciate we appreciate everybody who's donated tonight um, on the the pilled and the D Live and the Odysseys. Yeah, um, yeah. Magda, Magdala Buckley uh, is showing up, and this is the first time I've seen them in chat. So thank you very much. And Woke Society's stopped by as he always does. Thank you very much. That's one of the pilled guys. Nice. And one thing you will never ever see is secret chats with our names attached to it, with us calling you guys pay pigs and pay cucks and faggots. We're very appreciative for our listeners. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's one of the bits that um that's one of the bits that 
our fans like is that we actually do. And we like our fans. We like our listeners. You know, we actually enjoy. We actually enjoy the people that listen to our show. And that oh, does not include. Really, we get really cool feedback from our listeners. Yeah, so, that that includes only. That includes actual listeners, people who don't come into our chat and don't listen to our show and refuse to listen to our show and tell us we're wrong. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't understand those people. People that people that have never listened to our show that come into the chat want to argue points that we've made months and months and months ago. And then, and then during the course of the argument, want to tell us that they've never heard of us. Yeah, and especially because we have such a great community, and I'm <clears throat> I'm not blowing smoke up anybody's butt, but we have such a great community that guys will go out there and find the episode where we talked about something, even if it was three seasons ago, and will provide it to people. That is awesome. And a lot of times we get good feedback from it. Like They, they come back and they're like, dude, I listened to your show. Y'all are awesome. Y- you guys have a fan for life now. Others... They just want to shill their Freemason Bible. <laughs> yeah, that, that was, yeah. yeah. I mean, there's a, there's a lot, I mean, like I said, like I've always said, there's a lot of history that's messed up and convoluted and probably just out and out wrong. But, you know, and, and, I, and I understand we have to look at things from all different points, but um, when you start getting like violently shoving things down people's throats, this you know, it's time. It's time to chill out, buddy. Dude, I don't even know what year it is. Right, none of us do. None of us do. Uh oh, Johnny just said a schizo thing. <laughs> I don't even know what year it actually is, and whether this geocentric plane is actually part of. You know, I don't even know what branch of Yggdrasil this actually is anymore. Oh my God, what branch of Yggdrasil? Like, I don't know. Are we even? Are, is Yggdrasil even a thing anymore, or is it cut down? I, and it's now the Rupus Negra. Is it Ig or Yig? Ig, Ig. It's Ig? Y Y G. Ig, Yggdrasil. Why not? Why isn't it Yig? I mean, it's because, a Y. Because the Y pronunciation is an uh, is anglicized. The actual Nordic is Eek. Isn't it like five consonants in a row, though? Like, but if you're yeah. living in if you're living in like West Virginia, it's Wigdrasil. Is that it? Wait, because they're Wiggers. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That was a. You didn't have to explain it, but I mean, come on. I should I mean, get credit for that one. Yeah. No, that was a good one. It's too late to play Limp Biscuit as a break song. It's never too late to play. It's always too late to play can Limp Biscuit. Can we get Fred never. Durst on as a guest? No. I, 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 can we? I, I I want to confront him about something season that season seven Bravo. <laughs> open up with Fred I Durst. A, I have a really good Fred Durst story. Do you? Did okay, you? go. Tell, I mean, like, go. No, I we have range. Always, we no. have rage-inducing content. I, Please tell I, us this story first. I yeah, literally right. can't tell anybody the Fred Durst story. I know you told me this air. part of the oh, story. You can't well. tell anybody the Fred Durst story. Yeah, I know. Right, my, my Fred Durst story is that we, we just made fun of him when we were uh, at, at a, um, a Viacom. One of the guys I went with uh, was his mom worked for Viacom, and so she got some sort of uh, party passes for us to go to some event, and Fred Durst was there, and we made fun of him, and we got run out by security. It's, be, it's because Fred Durst didn't like that you weren't females. 
Well, he didn't like that I was taller than him. And that's saying something. Please don't give that don't do not give that out as an audio drop. What that I'm taller than Fred Durst. <laughs> <laughs> They're all dude, most most people all dude, all those guys in this bands are all little 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 guys. Like the singer from the singer from Godsmack, Sully, he's like five two. That that is the, true. I saw them the one guitar, year and boy, who the guitar player from Limp Biscuit is like six foot four. Oh, West Borland is huge. Yeah, I know they all no, that's that's the thing. Some guy, it's like the one guy from Alex Wade from Whitechapel. He's like six six and five feet wide. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. He's he's a monster. But also yeah. then you get like the bitch metalcore guys that are like six four and have absolutely no muscle, which is just as bad as being fat. Right. They're like six foot four, hundred and thirty five pounds. Soaking wet, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's a lot of that. Glenn Danzig's only like five three. I wonder how tall Dave Mustaine is. That guy's a faggot. Six. He's like, he, well, he used to be like six foot, but now he's like five eight because the way he hunches. Man, <laughs> Alex I, the Terrible loses an inch every year. I get to see Glenn Danzig perform with the Misfits for yeah, Halloween. I'm jealous. That's nah, pretty awesome. Not gonna lie, I'm jealous, but also it's going to be terrible. But it, I'm also jealous because I would totally. I know that, it, that crowd is going to be, be horrible. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. That crowd is. There's going to be so much cancer okay, in that crowd. Real quick, before we get into content, Dogbot, what you need to do is take pictures at that concert of just like the most ridiculous people that you see. And I don't know if you if you remember what I did on my channel when I went to the Renaissance Fair. Just take pictures and give like uh-huh. uh, give fantasy profiles or like Pokemon card stats for them. Because that okay. is going to be an interesting time. I don't I, think he's going to want to, especially that. on Halloween. Well, oh come actually, on, it's yeah, chan- it's it's content for your channel, and it's Gen X perfect. Like why why oh, wouldn't yeah. you? Actually, bro, you should take pictures. You really should take pictures. I know, but if Reinhardt had ever gone to my channel, he would know that's not like regular con- kinds of content. That's no, it's my not channel, regular for I- you. It's not regular for your channel, but still. It's it would content. Work. It would, definitely it would work. Content, though. Yeah, it's definitely. I've content. also never claimed to have content. Thank I you swear, <laughs> like we we are we are well aware. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I've been reminded the past seventy-two hours. All right. Some good stuff. We have some rage-inducing content. What do we want to we start with? Have, um, monkeypox. Yeah, let's do monkeypox. All right. All right. Let's let's jump in. Uh, Kids getting article or which which article we're doing first? I have to since I'm on my phone now. No, let's do uh, uh, children somehow getting monkeypox and nobody knows why or nobody will say why. We know why. We we know why it's transmitted via homosexual. Uh, Here's the thing: are we doing are we doing viruses are real now? Well, no. uh, So sexually transmitted infections in a way, are real. In a uh, way, and it still works with terrain theory, as far as I know. But what what is the... Okay, so, uh, according ahead, to terrain... Yeah, ac- according to terrain theory, disease is caused by uh, poison or, or toxins. Right. To- outside influence, toxins, so- poisons... Um, abrasions you know uh damage so how do you spread a pox like virus through the activity that gays engage in well 
when you're engaging in that kind of a thing, you are damaging physically. You are fit causing physical damage because there are this is disgusting. The it's horrible. Of, yeah, yeah. The things are yeah. You're causing cellular breakdown in areas due to frictional and pressure oh changes. And I don't want to. Do, come on. Ah, oh my God. Okay. Everybody Look. Knows. Real quick. Johnny's yeah. yes. Johnny's apprehension to discuss this does not mean we don't know anything about terrain theory. Does not mean we don't know what we're talking about. It's just so disgusting. That we don't know how to describe it while also yeah, keeping without, somewhat without, of a rating here. Right. Because <laughs> doing the gay thing causes physical damage. People say the thing all the time, they're not hurting anybody. Well, actually. Actually, yeah. You, you And Johnny, you're right. You're causing serious abrasion and cellular, cellular breakdown. Um and That's far, the nicest way of putting it. It's well, like, and it's, you're damaging your butthole and your colon yeah. and the other stuff and all that stuff. So, so if there is anything like a lesion that can leave things like uh, expe- expelled toxins, which the terrain theory of pox type um, infections are that the um, the avulsions, these lesions, are um, toxins leaving the body. Right, so and when you're doing it, spelling your largest organ, which is your skin, um, you know, cleansing itself. Well, so, and when you're doing it, you know, orally as well, that one should right. be obvious. That is like the most obvious, right? Because it's on your face, and and that's what everybody's putting out in their their gay freaking TikTok videos. Um, <laughs> that should be the most obvious thing. Is uh, what are cold sores? Cold sores are the, are herpes. That's what they are. Now, herpes, they call it a virus. What it is, is your body getting rid of these toxins, sure. Um, But when you're putting things in a certain area and then inserting them into your mouth or someone else's mouth, it's even worse. Now, right. I don't know. There's also the theory that um, that the herpes um, flare quote flare ups are caused by a lack of collagen. Yeah, that too, actually, which had me going straight to natural collagen supplements. <laughs> I mean, I do. I, I supplement with collagen anyway. And just, I'm yeah. Old. I'm and, old, so like I have to now, so I don't look all wrinkly. And by but, the way, uh, all of these, if you grow your own vegetables and and harvest your meat from you know a friend who, who raises cattle and, and livestock on a, a decent diet, you can get all of these from that food. But if yeah, it's but not available, you take about supplements. If it's not available, you're talking about a very small percentage of the population who is able to not only grow their own vegetables, but also know somebody where they can get like locally raised, you know, no, I, meat. I know, agree because I, mean, I, I can't I, do that. I can't where I'm at. Right. I can't. I can't talk about this monkeypox stuff very much. Like it grosses me out so hardcore. So the like, guy who so trying, about like, is grossed out of a monkeypox. Gotcha. That's yes, that. <laughs> yes. But like that, like the the transmission aspect of it, and the fact that this this subset of our population that is engaged in this degenerate behavior are the ones who are flaring up with whatever this physical reaction is. I just I, I I'm having a real hard time with the germ versus terrain theory aspect of it. Like like uh, like as as much as I I find terrain theory to be very um, 
very engaging and and something that I've I've put a little I put a little thought into. It's 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 hard for me to wrap my head around how certain things get transmitted. Well, so here's here's one thing that helped me and what you have to do is look at communities as a whole. And these communities are doing the same things, whether it's grown men or disgustingly children, they are having the same issues, right? It's like, it's like COVID, all right? This is how I've talked about COVID to family members. Most of them agree with me. My wife's family, unfortunately, is not, uh, I guess, uh, what is the word, receptible? They're not accepting of, of any conversation about this. Um, but a community as a whole is poisoned, right? We, as a community, are poisoned. Now, there is a very small but growing subset of us that are getting out of the beast system that are trying as best we can to get natural grown food from whatever source that we possibly can, or we're simply just eating whole foods, right? Single ingredient foods, eggs, chicken, beef, whatever. Um, And that still is a leg up on 99% of the population. Now, 99% of the population is, you know, even if they're eating some whole foods every now and then, they're still consuming poison on a daily basis. We all are. We're just trying to do as little as possible, but we're all poisoned to an extent and we are all degraded genetically to a certain average. And so with that, all that needs to be introduced is something to the chemical makeup that is put in our foods, our store-bought foods and vegetables, etc., restaurant foods. Um, And so we all become susceptible to certain things you can stave that off to a certain extent. Like I've never had what they call COVID. I've been sick for two weeks. I've had a weird cough and I've had strange things. Sure. But I, I've literally only eaten from food that I've made myself. Um, as far as monkeypox goes, this is only happening in a certain subset of the population that are performing certain acts in certain areas of the body that are causing abrasions and and cellular uh, degeneration in certain areas and swapping fluids. I mean, if that's what you want to call it, cellular degeneration. It looks like... It's disgusting know, is what it is. It looks like, they're, yeah, they, they, they have... They're pussy warts. Yeah, they're, they're, it's they're freaking going, gross. They're, they're, but, yeah. like... They they're doing anal sex. Then they're going. We then. know what they're doing. We like. We don't have to like. I, I like. I, now, I listen. I listen to that entire thing, and like, I understand what you're saying about COVID. I I, I understand like what we like. There, there's a lot of environmental things responsible for can a I lot of real people. quick. Say the very end of what I was trying to get at. Just so I I am sorry for bloviating. I do apologize, but the very end is. With now, the poisons that are put in, you have COVID vaccines, you have COVID itself that, I mean, most likely came from just new things put into what we're consuming. And now they're still continuing with their disgusting anal to oral activities. That is most likely why we're seeing it now. That is my opinion. And that is the end of my bloviating. 
okay, I, I, it's just very strange that the these these degenerates have been engaged in this activity since you know, whenever, right? And there's more of them. There seems to be more of them now because they are grooming more people into their lifestyle. However, this particular reaction to their behavior did not exist in this fashion before. What about mRNA? Changing your DNA. Changing the very essence of who you are genetically. It could make you more susceptible to something like this. It could add something like this into your body that is then activated by certain actions. It absolutely does. We know that it does. I mean, the people that are getting sick are the ones that that have had the second and third jabs, the boosters, the second boosters. You know, the higher percentage of people that are dying of COVID have the second booster. That's the high. That's the that's the demographic that has the highest percentage of deaths. Pretty weird. Yeah, it's almost like that. You know, again, the schizos were right about it again. Well, now we see with crossing species as well, which is one thing I'll give Dogbot yeah. to. I will give that straight to you, Dogbot. Is it's not like dogs are being vaccinated for COVID right now that we know of. That we know of. Well, they're vaccinating zoo animals, so they how are. do you know they're not vaccinating? How right. you know they're not doing dogs, And this is right? this is a very uh destructive homosexual couple out of France, of all places, so who knows? These are people that could have vaccinated their own dog. So if we just if we just like step back just step back just a little bit, right? Okay. There is an oppor- there is a fa- there is a possibility that the the dog does not have this shit at all. And yeah, there's this a is very and that, and that there, this is just a and, propaganda piece. Yeah, and that this is something that because one thing that they love to do when it comes to these uh fake pandemics is they love to make it seem like your your ever loving pet that you love with all your heart that you like kiss your face all the time your dog that your dog could carry the the meme disease right that's a part of the fear porn they add that they add your pet in their fido could kill you now here's right. one thing that I have to say, and this comes out straight in the article too, like in the second paragraph, first couple sentences. One of the men is HIV positive with undetectable viral loads on an- and on antiretrovirals. They have been testing HIV and AIDS and studying it on animals since the 1980s at the very least. They've been, they've been doing this, which... I mean that sure. to say they've been destroying animals' blood <laughs> because we know what right, HIV injecting is. Them, injecting them with all kinds of exactly shit. Exactly, Dr. Fauci and his Beagle experiments, and so yeah. So to um, this, I'll say I have I have mm. no problem believing in France. These guys are engaging in bestiality. And yeah, the blood that blood was transferred. Yeah, this is really dude. All right, so moving along to. So, French guys fuck dogs. Got it. This is, this is freaking disgusting. All right, let's I mean, go to the next angry content. They're, they're probably Algerian and not really French. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna sleep better tonight knowing that they're Al- they're Algerian and not not actually French. But what if same thing? Well, there's well there's 
now in Algeria, there's like six different ethnicities. Yeah, the I'm, worst, I'm, whichever the worst one is. I'm gonna the, say same thing. The there's no the difference. Well, the, are they now? What are the Berber Algerians cool? Right uh, Berber Algerians are fine. Okay. God bless I mean, Berbers. Every we, every Berber I've ever met's been a perfectly good person. Yeah, there's not that many of them left. No, I, okay. well, I got the Berber at my job. Yeah, not not there aren't many that stayed white, considering how many of the others have, you know, procreated. And, well, and, and again, the Muslims came, and now all the now all the Berbers are Muslim. Exactly. Well, that too. You can't you can't you can't tell the difference between most of them and the Arabs now. Yeah, I mean that's it's like blonde, ha- it's like blonde haired blue eyed Albanians named Yusuf. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, or Bosnians. Albanians named. Yeah, the Bosnian man. There was uh, when when the Bosnia thing was going on. There was a ton of them came into like Connecticut, Massachusetts as refugees, and uh, the restaurant. Yeah, well, the restaurants that I was working in, a lot of them, uh, they're now all Mexican in the restaurants. But like in, in the back of the house stuff, like dishwashers and cooks and whatnot. They were all like, uh, they were like Bosnian chicks for a while. Man, yeah, no. In Nashville, all we got were um, uh, Ugandans and Nepalese. Oof. Yeah, the Nepalese are like, they are some of the happiest people you'll ever meet. And I'll, I'll tell yeah. you that. But it's because weed grows everywhere between there and Bhutan. Because <laughs> I mean, you so. cannot walk without stepping on a freaking cannabis plant. In those countries, yeah. Well, that's, yeah. Okay, where came from. I'm where sorry. Came from. In that one country, that kingdom, and that political region, Kush. <laughs> in the Hindu Kush, the Hindu region. Kush region, hmm, yeah, Hindu Kush. Mm. Right, it's just a coincidence. Interesting. Um. So, man, how do we get? How do we get onto weed, man? Okay. All right, we already hit children and dogs. What's this weed shit? I didn't talk about weed. Right. <laughs> we hit children and dogs on this. Uh, yeah, I'm not. I mean, everybody knows, and of course, you know, you can get all fed posted if you want, and you want to, you know, redact this and redact that. You can get mad about it. We all know what the deal is. As everybody knows, that the entire world had to shut down for two years, and we can't tell faggots to not butt fuck each other for two weeks. Right? It's like, please don't have orgies in new york we can't even do that we can't even do that we can't legislate we can't say to the gays listen guys can you just not you know can we do the you know two weeks to stop the spread slow the spread jo- and stop the curve whatever the hell it is johnny we live in lubricanda there is no, know, two no, things I- there are two things you do not do is during a pandemic you don't tell blacks to not congregate to burn everything down and you don't tell gays during Pride Months to not get together and boof each other. Homosexuals. Right. I know. I know, but that's the thing, is, right? Homosexuals. Uh, guys who engage in sex with men. Sodomites. Okay. That, that's, yes. No, that's the other thing that I thought was funny when uh, the monkeypox thing first came out. That they, they wouldn't say the gay community. You know, they would say, say the men LGBT. who have sex with men community. Yes. <laughs> the men who have sex with men. Now, you know what? You know what? I'll give them that. I appreciate them not using the bastardized. Uh, definition, the perverted definition of the word gay. 
because oh, they're the, they're the language Anderson. respecters there. Pastor Anderson, yeah, he's like I, you know, I, I, I hate, I hate I, Pastor take, Anderson, but yeah, but take, that take the word, take the word "gay" back is what is you know like the Flintstones theme song. I'm not even saying take it back because it should never have been that way. But again, you never should. Yeah, they never should have been able to. For the they, public, they, I'm not a Steve Anderson supporter. Jeez. I don't no, even know I, who I that like, is. I'm just talking pastor. about the. I'm talking about the word. Like he's a he's, pastor who can I can I to the thing please. Oh yeah, sorry. He, he, he's a pastor who has this one thing where he talks about gay and how he's gay and he wants you to be gay and he wants your kids to be gay. What he doesn't want you to, kids to be is he doesn't want your kids to be faggots. <laughs> that's like that's like and that was like everybody's like yeah and that's that's awesome and then he like marries you know interracial couples and you know yeah so. Yeah. Yep. And his university is terrible. Anyway, he's good on like he's good on like two points. Yeah. Big points. Big big points, but no, just now just two. So someone mentioned a minute ago how we're not allowed to you know tell sodomites not to do what they do, not to tell Negroes to do what they do. Uh, the CDC is now telling vaccinated people not to discriminate against unvaccinated people. Right. When that was the big thing was to completely discriminate against the unvaccinated. The unvaccinated is who's killing us. It's the unvaccinated that are getting everybody sick. If everybody would just get vaccinated, nobody would get sick. Well, These people that are unvaxxed are getting everybody sick. Yeah, now it's like, well, you know, well the, gover- the government I'm told really, us we I'm were really in curious. for a winter of darkness. Did you guys have your winter of darkness? Yes, I had my winter of darkness. Uh, Reinhardt, why don't you like that pastor? That is not something I'm going to go into on this show because that is oh, okay. my channel content. Yeah, it, oh, okay. it, it's spec- it has to do with a lot more than just I I look. I don't mind the sound bites. That's fine, but there's a lot more to that. Otherwise, so you and I can talk about it in private. But oh, okay. I was just for context of like I I, I was just for context for the audience. I I thought maybe it would. Yeah, know, that is be interesting to note. Sorry, that is Ape Mountain content, and if anybody wants to know more, feel free to hit us up, t.me slash Ape Mountain 37. Why don't you like Pastor Anderson? Steve Anderson and his university are, um, they're quite flimsy on their doctrine and what their people actually do. There's a difference between what they say and what they do. (laughs) I'm just going to leave it at that. And again, you can contact me. And I will we'll have a conversation. It's, it's, it's is really he a fa- is he a faith without works is dead guy? Is that what the, is that what it is, or is it is he an NIV guy? <sighs> Dog, but you're really trying to pull a sermon out of me on the show. No, not necessarily. Just an answer. No, you <laughs> no, you and I could talk about this privately, and that is, you know, that's where I'll leave. Okay, it. So, all right, all right, all right, all right. Anyways, anyways. yes, anyways, um. I, it, when I saw the miscegenation, I was just like, yeah, we're good. <laughs> There's also that. Um, yeah. So that was all I needed to see. I didn't care at that point. I don't care what he has to say. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. So with the CDC, this is really funny. I saw a Twitter thread yesterday 
and I saved mm-hmm. it. I'm pretty sure I can't remember the account, but I saved it. And all he did was respond to the CDC and had like, I'm not even kidding, 120, I don't know, whatever the limit of reply tweets you can have in a thread is, but it was everybody from government officials down to the most retarded Twitter NPC talking about the most horrific things that should happen to the unvaccinated. And this included government officials, um, uh, news media, trannies, everything. And now we have the CDC saying that we shouldn't treat the unvaccinated any differently than the vaccinated. They're right. admitting. <laughs> oh no! They're, they're, what they're doing is they're they're slowly going back on everything that they said and admitting everything that we said originally is correct. Well, and they're admitting like the half truth that we all thought at the beginning was correct was that mm-hmm. the vaccine did nothing. Right. But, but at, that at, at, at best, it does nothing. Exactly. At that's where worst, we stand. It, right. At best, it does nothing. At worst, it does all the bad things. Right. So at this point, it's like a chess move. It's like admit half of it and get rid of one pawn, admit that it maybe does nothing or that it doesn't change anything between the vaccinated and unvaccinated instead of admitting that it is, well, damning yeah and it's it's caused 12 million deaths in the united states you know it's twice as many as six million have you seen that number i have it's 12 million deaths supposedly according to pfizer's own own numbers you know that for our uh numerology bros out there 12 million is 21 less than 33 million whoa (laughs) i know i wow Wow, and it's six oh. more than six million, dude. I, love, I mean, come I love on. That you're you've, you've graduated from being the pronunciation expert to now the mathematics expert. On no, the, he's not. On the he's panel. just what he is. Is he is the um the pregenitor of the? He's he's the guy who who decides if the numbers are worthy to send to Pythagoras. Thank you, thank you. My wife is a math, is a sixth grade math teacher, so you know. My my wife is a benefits or excuse me she's a what kind of analyst is she some sort of i don't know some sort of whoa 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 analyst yeah analyst she's a degree in math yeah there you go my wife would kill me if i didn't if i didn't get the numerology right 21 million work with that whoever's listening work with that Oh my god, dead air. All right. Well, CDC's being retards. Yeah, I don't know <laughs> why they're doing the thing where they uh I don't know why they do the thing where they um they're just giving the half truths out and eventually they're going to tell us the full truth. Yeah, it really does kill you. You know? Hey, like <laughs> Johnny, real quick, scroll half uh not even halfway down. Scroll uh Past the headline, past the gay rotating video that they put on here on MSN, the first actual picture. What do you see? Uh, mm, hang on. It's near the center of the picture. Talk about you two. Uh, is that a? Is she wearing a Black Lives Matter shirt? No, she's not wearing a Black Lives Matter shirt, but it is on the shirt. 
What did we talk about recently? If that episode uh, is even out. It's actually not even out yet. So, still, what is on her shirt? Uh, say, Hep C? I, like... Nigga, I, I swear. Alright. Banana Republic. Oh, banana the Banana Republic. Republic. Yes. Oh, I, that's something I've MK heard. MK Ultra Trigger Word. Yeah, hmm. I've, heard red, I've heard red team people say Banana Republic, like, everywhere I've been going. Right. You said, yeah, you said that your, your two buddies at work, somebody said Banana Republic, and it triggered a conversation. Yeah, and I, 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 I've been telling them, which one? Argentina? Uruguay? Which Banana Republic? Help me out here. Right. Yeah. Is it a place that actually has bananas? Well, do you know why they call it that? No. Well, I mean, I, what I was concerned is, you know, why why aren't we saying it's like a TJ Maxx? Why are we why are we saying it's like a Banana Republic? Is that a rhetorical question or? Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm wondering that myself. Why are we saying that? Yeah, uh, I, I mean, we could just say it's like a wet seal. Well, so. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, wet, wow. Um, <laughs> Why would it be like a wet seal? I don't... So a Banana Republic, for anybody oh, who doesn't know. store, I guess you're saying. Yeah, for anybody who doesn't know the actual meaning, it's a country, typically a small, like, third world, and specifically a, like, Central American, South American mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. country that is dependent on a single commodity, a single export that, like, everybody knows them by. Bananas, sugar, cocaine, yeah. and they And yeah. they are governed typically by some kind of dictator, or it's like a military junta. Right. Of some kind, so it was big. It was a big term in the seventies and eighties, right? Right. All the, well, that's when they were all starting to get propped up. All those the countries and then all the Sandinistas and all the shit down there in South America and Coca Cola went down there and uh, Goodyear and all the rubber companies, and that's when Diary of an Economic Hitman took place. Right. All that stuff where they went in and uh, the people that they couldn't. You know, threatened they or they would buy. And they bought a lot of those governments too. So it's in, it's it's very interesting that as we've seen this Banana Republic thing come up, and we'll talk about this on the weekend show, this Banana Republic concept come back into the spotlight hardcore in Red Team Blue Team talk. Um, yeah. Interesting that we would see this on a brand new, you know, uh, CDC article because they don't they don't take these pictures candidly well i mean what if this picture is like from 2012 and it's just like stock footage they have of shooting some shooting up some broad i mean if if that is the case but yeah yeah i don't know i don't i don't buy that i don't buy it with as much as been going on as much as this term has been thrown around the past few months, and this article was released on Thursday. So this was mm-hmm. August 11th, five days ago. Okay. As of this recording. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Oh, yeah, Banana Republic, California shirt. Yeah, well, I mean, 
Yeah, Schwainsville. some somebody in the Waynesville, Pennsylvania. Somebody in the chat says our export is vaccines. Uh no, actually. The the single export the single vaccine vaccine export probably comes from Israel. Mm. Their single well, export is vaccines and their single import is pedophiles. Oh boy. I like how I like how the um the Salt Lake County Health Department worker who's administering this COVID-19 test is wearing the Kevlar suit, <laughs> the Tyvek suit, the Tyvek hood, and then like and then a skirt, like a skirt. It's like a skirt, Tyvek skirt, and then the legs are all bare with the uh, sandals. I want to see. Okay, I I I'm pulling this up for the chat here. Oh come on, I can't zoom in that far here. Let's see here, and then like a leather belt. <laughs> As if that leather belt yeah, the actually belt. does anything. The belt is the belt is killing me. <laughs> this well, okay. This is your liberal. Uh, no, it's not a belt. It's a fanny pack. Okay, that's what that is. That's holding. That's a fanny pack that's holding all of the stuff for like the the COVID rapid test. There. This is your libtard vaxxed dommy mommy right here. Yeah. This Ugh, this is wow. Where does your brain go sometimes? I, really? Unbelievable. Have you met Libtards? Come on. You know this is true. Give me uh, all your science juice, Dr. Fauci. Ew. Yeah. Oh, you, you pick and choose some very odd things to be like really ew about. You know, very yeah. strange sensitivity. Yeah, yeah. Thinking about Dr. Fauci engaged in anything like that is worthy of an ooh. Right, but Trudeau. All right. and, I was. And I'm gonna. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna so, say, like, not, do you though. really think Dr. Fauci is not engaged? Right. You also think that none of that is. Yeah. Come on, guy. So it's the mental along. image. I mean, we already did an entire thing on monkeypox. Did I, guys? Did guys? Did I tell you that I had a coworker who called in sick and told? Uh, our supervisor that he had monkeypox and he was out for last week. He no. said he got it. He said he got it by sharing beers over the weekend. Did the guy uh, butt chug before. and then and then mama bird it? Uh, we've been we've Dude. been we've been, <laughs> we've been we've been peppering him with we've been peppering him with memes and stuff uh, since he came back today, like. Uh, We've been we've been we've been spraying his chair with uh with alcohol, <laughs> like right before, like right when he comes back from a cigarette break, we'll like we'll like spray his. chair. I guarantee you that down. nigga he shares cigarettes. I guarantee you. On his break. Uh, I, I nobody ain't nobody sharing a cigarette with him. I I, I put not a anymore. Uh, not anymore. No, never again. <laughs> I put I put a I, I I put a disposable glove on to give him a fist bump. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's pretty funny. Not gonna lie. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the the uh, office HR lady who says, "Oh, I don't smoke." That uh, typically will borrow cigarettes from him for a puff or two. She's now terrified. Oh Lord, yeah. She's she's. Just, let us know, dog, about if she is a pain to work with in the next like three weeks. <laughs> 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 she doesn't get her shared cigarette butt. 
Or she just stops showing up for a yeah, week. Yeah, like, she might yeah. just actually stop showing up. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, man. Uh, I don't know how that works. I don't know how the transmission of the herpes or any of that pox type, you know, viruses actually work. Because, again, virus theory versus, you know, terrain theory versus um, germ theory. Well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you how that works. I mean, that one's pretty easy with the herpes in the mouth. I mean, you're taking in the toxins that a person has in their mouth. See, there, your mouth is not able to be clean when you're filling it with toxins twenty four seven. Not toxins, because that is something that is inside you, but you're filling it with hazardous materials constantly. Uh-huh. So you're never able to actually be clean, and the time that you spend sleeping is not enough to fix that when you wake up and immediately have a cigarette, or have a cigarette two hours into work, which is, what, three hours after you wake up? So, that's how that goes. Or you have something else in your mouth three hours after you wake up. All right, I'm all done. Right, all right, all right. I'm done. All night, dude. All night. I'm sorry. I know. I know. Like, gonna have to start playing some Pastor Anderson or something. This is so terrible. So <laughs> awful. Oh my What's god. What's, Let's see. That's matter? to an extent. That's how I keep from Fed posting. <laughs> I mean. Oh my god. All right. We have one more. And this has to do right. with actual COVID. All the, right. The first ever class action lawsuit settlement against the vaccine mandates has been reached, apparently. Well, that, good for them. That's awesome. And what are they? What are they giving out? Like it's not that much, I don't think. Yeah, not really. So uh, Liberty Council in Illinois uh, has successfully re- reached an agreement with healthcare providers over the country's first class action settlement. Um, mm-hmm. Illinois' North Shore University Health System will now pay over ten million dollars to compensate those who they fired for being unvaccinated. Oh, so this is employment. Okay, so this is mm-hmm. uh, the employment thing. Okay, yes, this, yeah, this is, is not this... them paying normal people because of lockdowns or anything like that. This is employment related. Right. Okay. So this, yeah. Hmm. Uh, something you're never going to see with the U.S. military. So everybody on the Christian Taliban circuit, please stop. Right. So yeah. So North Shore University Health System. Um, had a lawsuit filed against them because they illegally refused to grant religious exemptions. Right, which has been a huge problem for a lot of people because a lot of people wanted to go the religious exemption route and were completely denied without actually given any kind of basis to which that they were denied the religious exemption. They were just they just said no. Correct. Like, yeah. Yep. I was yeah when I got my letter there was no real basis. For my denial at all. And by that point, I was done. I was like, you know what? I'm not going to do it. I'm not even going to do an appeal because if you're going to do it, then just fire me. Um, but yeah, you're right. And people who had an appeal as well, uh, whether military or civilian, they either never received a response and they're just limping along or they were still just put out. 
Yeah, so 473 employees of the system became eligible for compensation after they were denied a religious exemption, and they may be eligible eligible for up to $25,000, but that's like I mean, for some of these people that's like a third of their year's salary. And Yeah, these people got fired and like when you get terminated, you don't get, you know, you're not eligible for unemployment. You're not eligible for any sort of other kind of benefits. Um, this, you know, these were people's careers too. You know, it wasn't just like somebody got fired from, you know, working at Walmart. So this was a, this was, um, this was, uh, a un- this was a university healthcare system. Yeah. And, and it violate it, it, it straightforwardly violates the title seven religious uh, freedom laws. So, one thing right. I think interesting. So that just means. Oh, I'm sorry, Ron. No, please go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I was say what what this means now is that it's um. There's a possibility of a open season for lawsuits now against against companies that discriminated for the COVID vaccine. Right. Well, and I think unless they, except for the military. I think it's really funny that here they say at the very end of the um, of the quote is while those who complied with the mandate to keep their jobs despite having religious objections will be pay- will be eligible for $3000 and I, it's interesting they cut it off there cuz i wonder what they cut off i really do like i i can't find a link let's see i'm just going to open this up sorry for everybody on the live stream if this doesn't work out. Nope. It's just another Fox news article. Um, yeah, I would really like to know what they cut off with the ellipse here. Yeah. But it's but, interesting because I mean, even so, so they, they, they complied and they go, they got the jab, you know, under duress. So they're going to give you $3,000 for getting the jab. It's $3,000. What is that going to cover when these guys have a freaking heart attack sitting at a desk? Right. When That's, they have that a, is, a heart attack while they're napping. Right, or while they're, they have a heart attack from sleeping in the wrong position, or from gardening, or from sitting for too long, or from being in the sun for too long, or for not being in the sun for too long, or for like what are the all the other reasons that are totally not the vaccine? Going on a hike with your family, right? Hiking too while much, white, <laughs> too much fresh air, not enough fresh Dude, air. Three thousand dollars is like five trips to the grocery store. Who cares? Now it is. Yeah. <laughs> no. Speaking it's... of the grocery store. Okay, so there is a there's a food store chain called Fresh Time, like the the herb T H Y M E, um, and it's like the little expensive organic little store. Dude, of the seven aisles that it has, um, all of the packaged food aisles were empty, like ninety percent ninety percent empty. The frozen food section seemed fairly okay. The vegetable section was very thin pickings. Uh, but the meat department looked fine. It was a weird, like the local stuff was like fine. You know, like the vegetable, like local vegetable type stuff was kind of okay. Like, it, but it's like everybody's prepping like and putting stuff in their like bug out bug out rooms. No, they're just not getting they're not getting deliveries of uh, packaged food. They're just not getting stuff. You know, like canned, like the canned food aisles. Yeah, well, and and that's the soup aisles. The <laughs> the um, pasta stuff, whatever the packaged food aisles. Well, and I feel like that's the same across the board. So I have a Publix, a Kroger and an Aldi that are all two minutes up the road. They're, they're literally like one is on one side of the street. One is on the other. And one is like 
you know, uh, 200 yards down the street. And all three, if you go on the wrong day, it's the same story. Right. Now, the meat department is also ravaged. But the, the Beyond Meat is still there in full supply. Yeah. Then there's the, the Kroger. I went, I went to Kroger, and I didn't stop at Food City because it was the other direction. But um, I stopped at Kroger because they didn't have some of the stuff I wanted at the other place. And the Kroger was there in a different way. You know, like all the like the the seltzers and sodas and that stuff were very empty. So I went looking for a particular flavor of uh, spicy water. The not so, the hard seltzers, mind you. The uh, the actual right. seltzer. The Waterloo, yeah, the water, dude. The Waterloo pineapple is my new favorite. I like it. Um, and they didn't have it, so they didn't have hardly anything. Like that was, it was very odd. They didn't even have like the Kroger brands. Um, and then. Their meat department was like picked through, but uh, the rest of the stores seem fine. It's just weird. Like grocery stores recently seem like you know oddly empty, but then you, the next time you go, they're fine again. Well, yeah, like they'll get their truck and they'll be fine for twenty four to forty eight hours. But if you go in the middle of their truck cycle, you're not going to find anything. Yeah, I've we're well. Those cycles are. It's like it's getting more noticeable now. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like I'll, I jump between Kroger and Aldi. I just do mm-hmm. for, you know, certain things I can find and <clears throat> the uh, Kroger, like Kroger not having hate, weight I sensors. Hate, I hate the Kroger. I hate the Kroger weeble wobble people that they use in their advertisements. Yeah. Oh, it's, like the, it's like it's, the, it's, uh, it's worse. Than, it's it, it. I was like, what could possibly be worse than humans of flat design? Oh, Kroger's weeble wobble people. Yeah, my yeah, son flat, hates those. It's, it's weebles of flat design. Yeah. They're almost a flat design theme, but they're just yeah. fatter and rounder. Yeah, yeah everybody's, my, my everybody's son will, obese. My son will just run up and he'll slap them, but not in like a cute two-year-old way. He'll slap them and be like angry when we run up there. Your son is... Your son's... Yeah. yeah. He's, it's he's, very, he's, very odd. I mean, the first... He doesn't, like, doesn't like them. No, he doesn't. He also refers to certain people as broccoli heads, and I didn't teach him that, which broccoli I find heads. I find very funny. Zoomers, broccoli heads. No, no, not well. Some yeah, of them I, could yeah, be yeah. zoomers. Anyway, but, you know. anyway, anyway, moving. <laughs> What's along. wrong with broccoli florets now? Nothing. Nothing's wrong with them. Nothing except they all look the same. They're all engineered to look the same, just like corn. Right. It's like they Which, sit there on a computer dude, with Photoshop. Corn. Okay, hold on, Reinhardt. <laughs> you mentioned corn. So supposedly corn is not an ancient grain. No, it is not. Yeah. No, corn is a complete, like, quote, modern world creation. Gen- genetically modified or created in a laboratory, maybe? So there's your connection between corn and transhumanism. There you go. Created it, it, yeah, it was one of the things when the Nephilim sinned against the earth and created the corn demons. The corn demons created the corn. The corn demons created the corn, and corn the is corn created demons, the corn demons possessed the corn, the maize, and they perverted it. Well and, and they turned the, it into no, the because maize, no, even, no, even maize is there is no ancient form of any of that. It doesn't go back that far. No, it, it doesn't. Few, it only goes back a few hundred years. Now the corn, right, right. the the term Reinhardt. corn was used for grain. 
Right. Reinhardt, we have somebody in the chat saying you need to try Beyond Me. It tastes good. I don't want to eat other people, so no. Um, I would. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. What, somebody told me they had. Who was it? Was how is it eating like other people though? Does Beyond Does Beyond Me have humans no, in it? Soylent Green is people. Yeah, Soylent Green is people. Thank you. You were on the Nationalist Choir. We talked about that. Mm-hmm. Right, but how? Like, how? oh, that was after he left. I think. Oh. How? How is it? So they're using uh, genetic human genetics to change inorganic or not inorganic, but plant matter, right? For consumption, Into things that taste like meat. Yes. Um. So no, I'm not going to try Beyond Meat. And now I can't remember where I was going. Um. Oh. Here it is. So, corn has been genetically modified and created in order to destroy your digestive system. So, in order to help destroy your biome, your gut biome, create the modern human as a degenerated, constantly sick, uh, predisposed to obesity golem, which therefore, as soon as the transhumanist technology becomes available to turn you into a post-human to take you from a fat ass sitting on a Walmart scooter to Steve Rogers, you'll take it. So corn is part of the Mark of the Beast. Well, there you go. There you go. There's your sermon, guys. (laughs) I mean, it has its own set of demons. So, yeah. Yeah, America's cursed by Mesoamerican corn demons. Just look it up. <laughs> Do the research yourself. Do the research yourself. That's my favorite, my new favorite thing when they when <laughs> somebody tries to tell you something. I'm like, oh, that's really where'd you find that? I want you to just look it up yourself. It's common knowledge. Can you elaborate on that? No. No, it's common knowledge. Obviously, it's not common knowledge because you're the only one who's ever heard of it in this room, and there's a bunch of us that are in here that have heard a whole lot of things. None of them are what you're speaking about. Well, no, you have to read this very obscure Masonic author that puts, you know, stars of David, neon stars of David, and Kabbalah uh, trees on their books. Yeah. If you I would mean, just read that. enough, I mean, if you would just read enough of those authors, you would understand. But Bill Cooper's got Masonic stuff all over Behold a Pale Horse. Yeah, and I'm done reading Behold a Pale Horse. Yeah, a lot of sections of Behold a Pale Horse is really just like textbook stuff. Like it's it's not a whole lot of commentating. It's like, you know, you have the I know. You have like all those government papers and stuff like that. We we did a Behold a Pale Horse episode for any of you guys who haven't checked it out. If you That's enjoy, right, if, we did. Yeah. If you've just joined us in Season 7, Season 6, which is on our RSS feed, go to our website, scroll down to the bottom. I thought all of it was. Uh, No, I stopped it. Like, I gotta get the rest of it. Ah, well, it was one of the earlier Season 6 episodes, I believe. Uh, So it should be on there now. If it's not, I will have the rest of Season 6 up on the RSS this weekend. Yes, and apparently, I just want to address this, apparently archive.org requires you to have a uh, a login now to access the files. So So just make up a burner email and make a login. Boom. Make up a burner email. We've all had to do it. I have like 10. Just make one up, get an account, 
and look through there. We will have other ways to access seasons one through four in the future, but for right now, we have our very helpful Timbo archives. Yes, absolutely, we do. Yes. Um, yeah, we're going on season break, mid season break, not the long break, not the end of the season break, mid season. We'll be back. Well, actually, we got a show this weekend, and then we'll be back. Yep. This is the last pilled D Live Odyssey stream for these two weeks. We'll be back the week of 9 11. How about that? We'll just pretty much tell everybody that. Here we go. Yeah, y'all can wait till then, and trust us, it's going to be worth the wait. Yes. We have a great opening to Season 7B. <laughs> Season 7 Bravo is going to start off with a bang. And we have a lot of good content. Um, we have... Um, I got that book from... It's a pre... book's not out yet. comes out next month. But uh, J.W. Auker, the United States of Cryptids. We will be talking to him soon. Uh, nice. That's yes. awesome. Yes. Awesome. So we're going to be doing some really cool... We have some more cool guests coming. We have some more fun topics. We have some more series that we're going to delve into. Uh, what else? Also, campfires. Yeah, some really cool campfires. Some new uh, state spoop for those of, you, those of you guys who like very classic um, haunted locations, ghosts, etc. Uh, with people from those states as well. Um, also, yes. we're going to do one with Canada with real Canadians. Just kidding. We're never going to do that. <laughs> well, just, we like Rhino. I mean, Come on, we do like Rhino. We're going to get him out of Canada, so he won't be a Canadian anymore. That's true. Good luck. Good luck getting anybody out of Canada. I knew a guy who came out of Canada uh, six months ago. This How year. did he do it? Technically, Without getting back. Technically, he is dual citizenship. Grew up in Maryville, Tennessee. Oh, so but he right, lived well, in Canada for twenty five years. I got a buddy who's I, I got I I have a very good friend who is uh, here and isn't it wasn't supposed to be here and now he's never going to be able to go back but he's like fuck it nice <laughs> yeah. nice he's like fuck it I'm here he's got a, he's got a wife and a kid well but yeah they're by the way Johnny speaking of here um I've learned recently that over the past couple of years in the crypt the wider cryptid community Tennessee. Mm-hmm is the American hotspot of cryptid sightings. Cryptid sightings, UFOs, just weird freaking paranormal experiences in general, apparently. Tennessee and Kentucky. But yeah, we have some work to do in our backyard. We have some some work to do right in our own backyards. That's right. So there may be some paranormies on location coming very soon. But not in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, no, there's not going to be any paranormies coming after this weekend's for at least two weeks. But then when we come back, we got a lot of stuff for you. I'm excited about it. I'm too. It's going to be a lot of All fun. Right. Yes. There will be a Tales from the Necronormicon following this, which you will be able to hear if you listen to the podcast tomorrow. Uh, we're going to get out of here. And uh, we'll see you this weekend later. Time travel makes you gay. For My Legionaries by Corneliu Celia Codrianu. The Plans of Judaism Against the Romanian People 
Part 2 Against the Romanian Land I repeat once again, we are not before some poor individuals who wandered here haphazardly, by themselves, in a quest of shelter. We face a Judaic state, an army that comes into our land to conquer us. Jewish population movements are affected against Romania according to a well-established plan. The Great Judaic Council probably seeks to establish a new Palestine on a section of land extending from the Baltic Sea down through parts of Poland and Czechoslovakia, then covering half of Romania to the Black Sea, whence they could easily establish contact by water with the other Palestine. Where is the naive person who can believe that the population movements of Jewish masses occur unplanned? They come according to plan, but lack the courage to do battle, to face risks, to shed their blood in order to justify, at least by these traits, some right to this land. How do we know these plans? We know them for certain by drawing conclusions from the enemy's movements. Any troop commander attentively following the enemy's actions realizes the plans he is seeking. It is an elementary matter. Was there a leader in all the wars of this world who knew the adversary's plans because he sat in on their making? No! He knew them perfectly from what the enemy did. In order to break all power of resistance of the Romanian people, the Jews will apply a truly unique and diabolical plan. Step 1. They will try to break the spiritual ties of the Romanian to heaven and to earth. To break our ties with heaven, they will engage in widespread dissemination of atheistic theories in order to separate the Romanian people, or at least some of the leaders, from God. Separating them from God and their dead, they can destroy them, not by sword, but by severing the roots of their spiritual life. To break our ties binding us to the land, the material source of a nation's existence, they will attack nationalism labeling it outmoded, and everything related to the idea of fatherland and soil in order to cut the love thread tying the Romanian people to their furrow. 2. In order to succeed in this, they will endeavor to get control of the press. 3. They will take advantage of every opportunity to sow discord in the Romanian camp, spreading misunderstandings, quarrels, and if possible to split it into factions fighting each other. 4. They will seek to gain control of most of the means of livelihood of the Romanian people. 5. They will systematically urge Romanians on to licentiousness, destroying their families and their moral fiber. And 6. They will poison and daze them with all kinds of drinks and other poisons. Anyone wishing to conquer or destroy a people could do it by using this system. Breaking its ties with heaven and land, introducing fratricidal quarrels and fights, promoting immorality and licentiousness, by material ruin, physical poisoning, drunkenness, all these destroy a nation more than being blasted by thousands of cannons or bombed by thousands of airplanes. 
let the Romanians look back a bit to see whether against them this system has not been used with precision and tenacity. Truly a murderous system. Let the Romanians open their eyes to read the press for the last 40 years since it has been under Jewish control. Let them reread Adevarul, the truth, Dimineata, the morning, Lupta, the fight, Opinia, the opinion, Lumia, the world, etc., and see if from each page this plan does not constantly emerge. Let the Romanians open their eyes to see the disunity in present-day Romanian public life. Let them open their eyes and see well. The Jews use these plans like poison gas in a war to be used against the enemy, not their own people. They propagate atheism for Romanians, but they themselves are not atheistic, as they fanatically hold to respecting their most minute religious precepts. They want to detach Romanians from their love for the land, but they grab the land. They rise up against the national idea, but they remain chauvinistically loyal to their own nation. <laughs>